Trying to decide whether that new game is worth your $60? Or maybe you're just wondering if an old game is worth your time. Well, you came to the right place. This is the only podcast that tries to answer the question. Should I buy it, though? Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Should I Buy It, though. I'm Giancarlo, and I'm hollow on the inside. Damn it, you took mine! <laughs> no! Oh. Oh, no! Oh, man! Why can't I? Uh, damn it! Uh, my name's Amanda Facosta, and uh, it doesn't. I. Damn it, John! <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. Uh, I'm just a man of this week. <laughs> Lame. My name is T.J. Barry, and I'm hollow on the outside. Oh, oh. God! Damn it! Hello, everyone. My name is Nick, and my favorite bug is a stag beetle. <laughs> Pokemon and... was made from bugs. <laughs> and in case you couldn't tell, this week we are talking about Hollow Knight, the uh, very popular uh, Metroidvania platformer from I want to say twenty what, like sixteen, seventeen, twenty seventeen. Yeah. There 17. we go. Uh, yeah. So I guess for context, um, this was my first time playing it. I played it on the Xbox because it is on Game Pass which I still believe is such a wonderful uh, pro-consumer thing if you have access to it either through your PC or your Xbox. Uh, lots of cool games that you could try for free. So, yeah, I played it on there. I have quite a few hours in it, uh, but nowhere near finishing it. Uh, I played it on PC, and I streamed uh, most of it. And I also have several hours on it. I'm not <laughs> anywhere close to finishing it. <laughs> Um, just for context and for everyone who doesn't know, the game total is like 30, 40 hours. Uh, that's a hard no for me, dude. Like, I'm not even, I would barely say 10. So, yeah. Yep. There you go. (laughs) I played it on Switch originally and PS4 this time. Um, Nice. I beat it. Hey. Nice. At least not, not for PS4, but I beat it on Switch. When it first came out. I didn't know it was cool, on cool. Switch. That must be fun on there. Yeah, dude. I, I think that's like the ideal platform. I mean, I think most platformers usually just yeah. to me feel very switchy, you know? Right, right. Um, anyway, I played it on PS4. It was free on PlayStation Plus this month, so I got it for free. Never played it before. I've always wanted to. Um, yeah, I played about 15 hours total before this recording. I don't know how much left I have, but yeah yeah so it seems like tj's the only one who's finished the game which i mean fair it's a it's a big game to try and tackle in a week yeah um much like palazzo i also like i've been dying to play the game for ages just because i heard so many good things about it um but i could never quite bring myself to like actually buy it just something about it i was like i'm not sure if i'm gonna like it or not so like i just never did um and so the show was a great excuse and the fact that it was on game pass uh made it even better so yeah lots of uh uh fun to finally get my hands on it i'm curious uh i don't know why the person i want to hear hear from first i guess just because you're our uh self-proclaimed resident casual gamer i just want to hear what like amanda's experience was like in the game because this game is um you know it's not impossible but 
it's definitely very challenging. Um, it's been compared and, to Dark Souls. There's a challenge in there for sure. Yeah, it, and I think that's part of the style of the Metroidvania game, which for those of you who might not know, Metroidvania kind of refers to the, the old style of Metroid Castlevania where it's a lot of platforming and you're exploring areas and coming back once you have new abilities and you're stronger to continue exploring areas you've already been to. But yeah, Amanda, I guess mm-hmm. uh, open up for us. I will open up. Um, so, uh, look, listen, it is a hard game. It's a difficult, it's a difficult little baby, all right? And, um, like any game, I never know what to expect, but I was jumping into this one real blind, and, um, I definitely got a little, you know, I saw, like, the aesthetic of the game, I'm like, oh, this is cute as heck. This is gonna be cutesy-dootsy, and, um... You know, it's like I got slapped in the face really, really hard. And I'm not upset about it because I, I, if you watch the stream, (laughs) it might seem like I was really upset, Uh, (laughs) which, you know, yeah, sure. During a certain fight, I was really upset because it was, it was pretty freaking hard and it pissed me off. But, you know, I beat it. I got past it. And I... What? <laughs> no, there's a dog in the background of Palazzo's Yeah, I hear it too. There's a dog. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we're not laughing at you, Amanda. It was just no, very No, because I heard the dog too, and I wasn't sure if it was me or the dog. It's very yippy. I'm, I'm used to people laughing at me, so it's fine. Oh, um, no. Not in a bad way. I feel like people who listen to this podcast... Amanda always dropping sad so bombs on it's podcast, not, I'm bro. Look, I don't mean to. It's just... Anyway... Um, anyway, yeah, so the game surprised me in its difficulty, and I, I, I guess I just wasn't expecting. I also, I never, I don't know, I didn't know what a Metroidvania, you know, what that meant, because I'm the casual, uh, but I will say I did enjoy the game and making discoveries and just, um, it was like every turn I made, I was like, oh, this is gonna be, it's gonna be nothing, it's gonna be a piece of cake, five minutes, it's not what it was, especially after I looked it up and it said 30 to 40 hours to beat it, and I almost had a heart attack. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, yeah. I-, I had a I had a pretty decent time, I think. Um, is this think, game for yeah. everyone? Hell no. I can say that early on. <laughs> Definitely not. I think I think one of the big things that I had, you know, ages ago when every time that I've been like, I really want to buy Hollow Knight. And then when I look it up, kind of the the best description of it that I always land on is that like it's a really excellent game, but if you don't like this kind of game, it will not change your mind. You know, it's it's that kind of thing. Like it has to be made for you. But if it is, then it's an excellent showcase of that kind of genre. Is I think the general public opinion um, that I've seen. But just for context, I guess uh, in this game you play as essentially a, a little bug, and there's a bunch of other little bugs, and you're exploring areas. And it's this area that is like seemingly abandoned and kind of dangerous now. And there's a mystery that you unpack as you go. But really, I do think the core of of the game is the gameplay itself. Like that's the star of the show. Um, So maybe we save that one for a little bit further in. Um, But I would love to open with a discussion just on like presentation and aesthetics and that sort of thing. Because to me, that was one of the biggest draws of the game. I think the game is gorgeous. It has that like hand-drawn aesthetic, but it's very, very clean. 
all the lines are clean. It is stylistically, it's beautiful. It makes really good use of like layers in the platforming because it's a 2D platform. But the way it kind of lays everything out, I don't know. I really loved it. Um, yeah, visually, it, it super appealed to me. I, I, what are your guys' thoughts on, on the overall presentation of the game, I guess? Yeah, it's yeah, super man. clean artistically. Like everything about it is, yeah, wonderful. It's like you're looking at a painting sometimes. I don't know if that was what yeah. they were going for, but um stylistically it looks beautiful um atmosphere i don't know if this goes into that category but the nail sure. that as well sort of a mix of cutesy and dark and eerie as well and it all goes into the art style they were trying to capture and the music as well plays into all of that very um eerie almost i, I yeah. melancholic music i guess it, it, it all works well together i, I loved it yeah and yeah, no, it looks really nice Especially like when you start battling different bosses and stuff, you kind of feel like you're in that like cartoon esque world. At the same time, it's not like taken away from it. Yeah. You have like those beautiful backdrops, and then you have these like drawn figures coming at you. Yeah. You almost forget that you're about to lose your life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I think the thing uh, about the. Hmm? I'll never. I don't forget that part, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I think part of the magic of the presentation is that it is so clean and well done that I really don't notice it a lot of the time until I stop and I'm like, wait, look at that! Wow, that's great and stuff. So like, one of the ways I found myself playing this game a lot was I would pretty much I would lower the music volume just so that I could hear the enemies, and I'd be listening to like podcasts while I was playing. Like, it, it's just that kind of game where. You know, it's a great opportunity to catch up on some episodes you missed. And because you're kind of doing the same stuff over and over, like, um, some of it kind of becomes muscle memory. So it's it's one of those things where you can kind of multitask in, like, you know, that leisure way. I don't know if anyone else plays like that or if I'm just weird, but, yeah. No, I, I did that, too. It's definitely, like, a, you could kick back and relax to it despite the difficulty i find the game to be very relaxing i'd listen to podcasts in the background as well but i i almost hated doing that to myself sometimes too because there's a lot of stuff that you could um miss artistically if you don't like listen to it because there's a lot of music cues here and there that are very specific and um geared towards yeah. the full experience of the game um like when you're trying to get your souls back there's a different type of music that plays that's very interesting and eerie that i like listening to and the the music in the opening menu is sort of similar but um definitely a relaxing game but i would also say to everyone like pay attention to um the music and all that at least like a couple times oh for sure for sure but um yeah i totally agree with you for sure might save your life <laughs> it will definitely save your life um I I think the game does a good job at making you feel like you can be relaxed and then <laughs> yep. stabbing you in the neck afterwards. You know, totally Just casual. Just like lulls you into crazy, a false but... sense of security. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like Dark Souls. Just like Dark Souls. No, nah, I'm yeah. always on edge on Dark Souls. I'm never relaxed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I guess before we move into gameplay, I would love to get your your guys' just overall opinion on uh, the narrative, or at least the parts of the narrative that you've seen so far. You know, how... D d d d did you find the narrative? Uh, does it matter to you? Is it really just gameplay and it doesn't, you know... 
There's a lot yeah. of like very interesting side stories and like characters you can get introduced to, which yeah. is really cool. Um, one of which, um, one of my favorites is the guy who makes like the needles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because um, th- he has like a whole story in itself, and there's actually two trophies you can get based on what you do once you finish his arc. Ah. Um, which is really cool. And, like, one of them was, like, hidden. Like, you wouldn't even, like, think to do that as, like, a normal player. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's really cool. And then, like, there's also, like, an alternate character you can play as the Hornet. And, um, things of that nature. Wait. <laughs> what? Wait. Hold yeah. on. You can, play, you can play as the Hornet? Yeah. No way. What? <laughs> yeah, no, no, for real. Well, like, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't Sweet. know. I, I, I didn't, didn't know, know that. that. <laughs> that's that's actually really cool because that was. <laughs> I had a lot of difficulty with that fight. That that so character seems like, faster. I want to play as Hornet. <laughs> I don't. I, like, I can't remember if that was DLC or not, but you can definitely play as the Hornet. I believe it was part of the DLC because um, uh, they they've made a few now, and I remember the the Hornet kind of being a big deal. Yeah. Um, gotcha. But um. The narrative, at least, I hate to keep comparing it to it, but there's just so many similarities. It is very Dark Souls where you sort of have to go out and find the narrative and piece it together based on what little information you get. Um, I do agree with TJ, though. I think I am definitely more attached to the side stories of the the side characters in the game as opposed to whatever the overarching narrative is. Sure. Um, The very interesting things you can find here and there, and the game doesn't telegraph exactly... um, what their story is, how they play into everything. You just kind of have to discover certain things along the way. And I always love like happening upon different characters, stumbling upon them being like, Oh, what are you doing here, dude? And then they tell you, and then it's like, okay, goodbye. And you find them a little bit later. And um, (laughs) you just got to remember some of that stuff, piece it all together. It's like almost a fun little mystery to solve their stories. You know, I I almost one of my favorite things is because there isn't like a set narrative, you don't, it's not, uh, there's no like linear aspect to it. So you can, if you have trouble with an enemy, you could be like, all right, I'm going to leave this guy and I'm going to go somewhere else. And then maybe you find an enemy yeah. that you can beat. Um, in which case you'll like unlock other abilities or like yeah. items that you can use in order to get to like different places. There's a lot of like hidden rooms and stuff like that, which introduces more characters. So it's really cool in that aspect where you can basically build your own story from it. Um, and like pick and choose pieces. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, it's part of the, um, I think, the expectations for that genre of game, but I, I think that Hollow Knight executes on that well, where you do have that freedom to move around and do whatever you want, um, you know, to an extent. But essentially, there are very few points where you will hit a roadblock as far as you have to kill this enemy to proceed, because usually there will, you know, while that is the case... You, it will be very hard for you to have completed absolutely everything yeah. uh, that right. there is to do. Granted, you know, to move forward with the story, there are still things that you have to do eventually. But there are yeah. other stuff for you to do while you prepare for that. You know what I love, though? In, it does this in a few games. Dark Souls, again. I'm so sorry. Uh, Hollow Knight, where it, it's very much a show-don't-tell sort of method of storytelling, where mm-hmm. it's left up to the imagination a lot of times uh, what the story is. I'm sure they have a clear answer as to what the story is they want to tell, but a lot of the times you might not realize what it is, and you're coming up with ideas in your head as to what it could be. And I think that builds upon the atmosphere they're trying to capture here, because 
at one point I stumbled upon a dead body of one of the bugs. And normally they're these cutesy little creatures you're interacting with the whole game. And it's like, oh, God, the music stops all of a sudden. It's a dead body. You're like, how did this get here? What happened? What's around me? What how could this um, have stumbled upon here? You know, and um, a lot of that world building and just thoughts racing using your imagination to come up with what the narrative is i i find that to be a lot of fun yeah i you know i i certainly see the merits in it because again that's kind of part of the genre and that's what people who come to a game like this want i will say just like personal taste wise it for me was one of the big weaker aspects of the game uh just that method of storytelling at least so far in the game is not my favorite. It didn't really hook me the way I was hoping it would. Um, and so I found myself really just playing it for the gameplay most of the time. And while I understand that, you know, the whole point of the Metroidvania is to be open like that and all of that, I, I do kind of want like a, a a solid narrative, you know, through line to follow. And I suppose something a little more linear, you know, either an open world where you can follow a thread to conclusion and then leave and go do a different thread or a linear game where you're following one story all the way through is just generally kind of my preference. And so I, I did find myself kind of struggling with that investment wise when it comes right. to this game. I was going to say that so, might be like, bits and pieces here and there. That's certainly a preference thing, because I think with games like this, you're not going to get that unfortunately i mean exactly yeah bloodborne's the same way you get this story that is not linear you got to piece it together yourself and it's all about going down different pathways branches of path sometimes out of order um you know what they always say dark souls is essentially shortcut porn it's always finding your way back to the central location and then going off in different directions but never yeah. knowing exactly where the story is going to take you and that's sort of how these games work i don't think it's a weakness or a flaw i think it's a matter of preference but i do absolutely think compared yeah. to some of the other elements in the game it is on the weaker side i suppose yeah yeah it, it's absolutely just a kind of um a result of the kind of game that it is yeah. i'm just saying in general i guess for people listening to it especially if you're anything like me where it's like you're interested in hollow knight but you're not sure you know um and maybe if if you are like me taste wise yeah, yeah then yeah, certainly sure. you know you're not going to get as much satisfaction i think um from this style of storytelling you right. might uh and i'm sure you know plenty of people do enjoy it just uh preference wise that's kind of where i stand on in my experience with the game but yeah i guess you know unless also, you guys have anything else you want to hit before we move into gameplay um I think we we dive into the meat of it, yeah. I also want to point it. out that depending on like who you beat and like certain items you get, there's like six or seven different endings. Oh wow! Oh, okay. I forgot about that. There are multiple different endings. And some of them are really sad. Oh, That's crazy. So you I have to go. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just saying that. So so, do you have to go through the whole game again to get the other endings, or is there like a shortcut way to kind of see um, those? It's. You, it's not like a restart from the beginning kind of thing. It's more just like, uh -huh. a, all right, let me... Because it, like, resets from, like, before the final fight. Okay, almost, gotcha. And it's just kind of like, a, all right, let me go get this or let me go beat this. Cool, cool, cool. Is that... Are those decisions that are made before the final fight or are they spread out throughout the game? They're spread out. Okay, because I've made certain choices where I'm like, did I have to do that? And I, I don't know if I did or not. That might play into some of the endings you get later. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, for like a couple of like NPCs, depending on the decisions you make, like there's, there's no going back from that. But 
Oof. Okay. <laughs> I might have messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but story-wise, a lot of it is um, just having, like, certain items or, like, if yeah. you defeated certain enemies. Yeah, that's very Bloodborne. That does that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess moving into gameplay, uh, combat is combat and exploration are the two big elements here, uh, and exploration pretty much necessitates combat. Yeah. So I yeah I just love to hear from you guys. How would you describe I guess the bulk of your time in this game? Like what what did you spend your time doing? Exploring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's all yeah. there is to do. Hitting walls it's... to see if I can find hidden places. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting it's... lost most of the time for me. <laughs> Same um, here. Very, very it, lost. Um, and you know, I, I'm all for exploring. You know, I, that's that's the game. You, if you need to be willing to look in every nook and cranny, um, hit walls to see if you can break them and get through, and you find a new path or whatever the heck. Um, but I will say one of the things that pissed me off a little the most um was the map uh, what? it was the map yeah it was the map right here's the thing once you get the map it's like okay great i have a map because you're already so stressed out because you're like i don't know how this world works i hate it i hate it here like, ah. then you get a map you're like awesome i got a map and then you open the map and you're like this doesn't help me at all. Nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing has changed. Not a single thing, because you still don't know where you are. And I'm like, man, I'm a little upset. Okay, I'm. You gotta I get the, the charm. I gotta get yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what else pisses me off? Is that charm? Because that charm also takes up one of your notch spaces, which yeah. I could be using towards I don't know a different a different charm. And I'm like, that's that's a little rude. That's a little messed up. I just that's just how I feel. That's just how I felt, you know, when it was all happening. Okay, I get it. I get it. But I was pissed, and I just wanted to share how I felt. Well, yeah, I no, totally that's the think give that's and take of it, yeah. Multiple yeah. maps, too. I, I, I think that's a matter of taste. Uh, multiple maps, too. You have to keep buying more. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm but, like Cornifer, Cornifer, bud, we're friends now. You can just give me the map. It's all good. Like, I, oh. He's got to feed his family. Oh. Yeah, man. Oh, what family? He, <laughs> he has a wife. I don't know. He doesn't even love his wife. That's true. He leaves her there. He I leaves think that's, her there in the shop to sell the maps. That's part of care. the fun of it, though, I think, all that stuff. Like, you know, buying the new maps, always managing your oh, yeah. your geo, which is the currency, always having enough because you know you're going to need a map. And, you know, messing with the different charms, exchanging them. Because maybe in one area you've memorized where you need to go. You're like, okay, I could take this one charm off for now. I don't need to know where I am on the map. Let me go ahead and put uh, extra attack damage on or an extra mask shard or whatever. Uh, all that stuff is fun. And I think part of the frustration of not knowing where you are uh, that gets better as you get more abilities over time because traversal doesn't seem like as much of a pain later on in the game as the beginning. And that feeling of like beating a boss and getting a new ability that opens up so many different paths that you couldn't get to before, that is such a fun feeling. You're like, oh man, yeah. there's so many more things I could do now. I don't know. I personally I think, yeah. love that sort of thing. I think that's that's pretty much what I was going to say uh, that I... I think that your issue, Amanda, is a matter of taste. Um, mm. And I say this as someone who I 1,000% agree with you. I feel exactly the same. 
Um, I I found stuff like that to be incredibly difficult uh, in the game, which, while that difficulty is what makes the game fun for a lot of people, like Palazzo, like, you know, figuring out how to fine-tune that stuff, min-maxing, like, it, it was just such a chore that I... I found myself not having fun for a grand majority of that stuff. When the game was, like, moving and grooving, uh, you know, when I found, like, when I was fighting multiple bosses in a row and progressing through areas and talking to people and doing, like, stuff like that, I really, actually, I I like the combat. I think the combat is super, super slick and all of that. But when we get to the point where it's, like, I'm staring at a map, I don't have the marker, I'm too weak to, like, you know, it's not worth me removing my combat charms. And now I don't know where I am in the map. I don't know how to progress and all of that. I understand that that's meant to be part of the game. But I guess, you know, if you're like me and Amanda, I suppose. um, Yeah, I did not like that one bit. And it made me, you know, if I wasn't playing the game for the show, it would make me kind of want to turn it off. Because I'm like, I've spent the last hour just running around aimlessly killing NPCs that are going to respawn just because I don't know where to go. That's the thing. And I mean, I look, I... I have such, I celebrate. Every time I would beat a boss, like, I celebrated because I I struggled, and it sucked, and I hated my life, and then when I did it, I was, yes, I got that, that surge of power, and I was like, yes, like, oh, whatever, but I will never take off that charm. I will never take off that charm, because that, the map just continues to grow, which I also think, I think, I think it's amazing. I think how how expansive they have made this world and the different locations is absolutely brilliant. I'm just saying, if you're going to make something that big, just, you know, cut cut me a little slack. And just, to be fair, just, well, that's also but that's one of those not, things yeah, that, that's like, not the game, as you though. play and you progress, because you do get more notches. I think there's 45 yes. charms. And then, like, there's, like, a max of, like, 11 that you can yeah. equip at one time. Yeah, like I, and let, I can definitely get like in the I, yeah, beginning you, I being gotta, super I know I frustrated. I keep going to get to that point. I I, I understand. I'm just yeah. like, but no, I feel like you being like super though, frustrated when you're just like, I either gotta be lost or get trashed. So I just yeah. like pick my it's poison. Just, it's just at the very beginning of the game. It it it. It turned me off just a smidge. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. it wasn't enough to turn me off completely and, like, turn off the game. Although there were plenty of times where I'm like, I need a second. And I just got to back off. That's a lot. Um, but I know there are plenty of people who, that I've also read because I, I wanted to look into it. And there are a lot of people who were very pissed off at that that exact thing. Yeah. Just being, the- just from the very get-go, not being able to know where the heck they were. Well, let's yeah, be clear, I, I though. Forget, the, the, the game the problem- gives you plenty of tools to alleviate that as well, not just that one charm. You could also buy markers in the shop that um, mark down specific locations sure. that you've been to or places you sure, want to sure, go. Sure, sure, sure. So it, it's not like the game is being mean for the sake of it. Like it, You just no, got to discover no, a lot of these things that will help you in your journey it's you know metroidvania is the whole thing is about growth and exploration so it's the matter of willpower i think and and patience in order to get to that point but i do see why it might be a turnoff at the very beginning for a lot a lot of people it's not for everyone i think just no yeah i just think knowing where you are because i'm fine with yes i can buy the markers to mark the look yes 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 but just just knowing where i am that's all it is that's all (laughs) yeah there's a term for that that. The no, game know, certainly gives I you tools. The, the game certainly <laughs> gives you tools and a path to progression. Like, I, I, and I don't think Amanda's saying that you know it's not there and it shouldn't be there. I think ultimately what it comes down to, and because I, I also know what Palaz is going to say in response, I don't think it's the game's fault because I think it's sure. part of the genre. 
agree. But I I also do think that it is worth discussing, especially in the ga- in the case of a game like Hollow Knight, that is so popular and well loved that people who may not know what a Metroidvania is are wondering, you know, you know, what's up with this game and, and is it worth getting? And so I think it's it's a worthy point to bring up. Um, and I think the point that Amanda is getting at is that especially early on, but I think, you know, it's meant so that continually throughout the game is work. It's a chore, you know, it's, it, it's not. And the problem is if you're not like the kind of person who loves to work for stuff, you know, you're not like, yeah, I want the challenge. I want, yeah, give me this. Uh, uh, I, I want to have to figure out the exact combination at the exact right time to do this perfectly. You know, if you, if you're just Mm -hmm. looking for a game in a kind of more, traditional sense like you just want to play something like sure a challenge but you don't want to work then that makes it not fun because then you're working (laughs) well okay but it's it's work for some people for me it was very relaxing and casual i want to be careful with that word because there's extra things that you you might have to do more things in a game like a metroidvania that people might consider to be work or a chore but i think also to a lot of people that sort of style of game is fun and casual and not as challenging as maybe some other games. Like it's okay. not like you're doing fetch quests the whole time. Uh, again, it's a matter of preference. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, absolutely. W- whether you think it's a chore or not, I think that's purely preference. Not necessarily this game in particular makes you do this. Cause I, I, as far as I know, it's not too different other than stylistically from other Metroidvanias. It might be a little bit more difficult because they are trying to match a sort of Dark Souls aesthetic, but otherwise it is basic fanfare for other games of this genre. Well, I, I agree. And that's why I say that, like, I, I say work, but, you know, what I'm referring to is really kind of the genre as a whole. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the reason I think it's worth discussing in this game is, again, because of its kind of pervasiveness uh, within the gaming space where it's there's probably a lot of people who know about Hollow Knight who don't know what this genre is as a whole. So, so it's worth knowing kind of like the style of gameplay that you're going to be getting yourself into with this right. sort of thing. Um, and I mean, beyond that and beyond the, the genre discussion, just, yeah, in my personal experience, like I said, I just, I found those sections really killed the fun for me. Yeah. Like I had fun when I was progressing and moving, but trying to figure out how to progress and move personally, just for my taste, I did not enjoy those moments of the game, yeah. which is, I think was a lot depending of on how much geo you have too, at that point when you can at least first get the map and usually when you can get the other maps, um, there is when you the same place you get the compass you can basically get everything else that helps map everything out yeah. for you yeah you mm-hmm. can as you progress it's just you gotta yeah. have the geo for it that yeah you just gotta grind for it that thing that tj just said was my one major critique of this game so like in dark souls and bloodborne games there's a lot of stuff you can buy in the shops but pretty much none of it is necessary you can buy some of those things and they could help you along your way but you don't need it necessarily to progress there's a couple items in this game as far as i know where you need to buy them in order to continue on with your game one item specifically is the lantern i guess you don't need it need it because you could stumble upon your way through an area without it but i feel as though you absolutely need it and it's 1800 geo so i found myself at one point grinding until i got that geo and i did not enjoy that at all i don't know if anyone else had that experience yeah man i'm still grinding for that damn lantern yeah yeah it's a must buy yeah yeah it is and that's part of 
what I refer to as like the work of the game, you know, right. the grind and the whatever, like all sure. of that stuff. Um, but no, c- certainly like that, that's a valid critique. I, it probably would be interesting to have things split up in, in a, you know, where maybe it's not as expensive, but it's just locked behind getting to different areas to allow right. for like a smoother progression or something like that. I think it should be cheaper for sure. Yeah. Um, but hey, I, I, I think that, I, I don't think that's unintentional either. I, I think that's just the, the way they decided to go with the de- uh, the design of the game. Uh, but I agree with you that, yeah, having those like super crazy high price items is not fun because a lot of the way that you're going to be getting that is killing the same baby And it's kind of nuts because like the beginning of the game makes you feel like Geo is so super important. And as you get like more into the game, you're like, oh, I have an abundance of this. I don't even need this much. I don't. Yeah, I mean, after I got that lantern, I've been fine in Geo, like for yeah. the rest of the mm-hmm. game. It's not a big deal. But that one purchase, I'm like, yeah, oh, that I big hate purchase. this. But I think that's why they made it that big purchase. So they're just like, learn how to play the game. Yeah, so that sure. You can use this yeah. to get to the harder areas. Probably, yeah. yeah. You're, Which is yeah. crazy. There's so many techs for this game too. Like, yeah, yeah. You can basically you can attack in like all directions. A lot of people are finding like. If you can play well enough, there are points of the game where you never have to hit the ground. Wow. No, yeah, that downswing is super useful in traversal sections, yeah. a lot of the like harder platforming, and in boss battles. I had this one spider fight where I did learn how to like bounce off walls and then use the downswing on the enemy, and I touched the ground, obviously. I'm not that pro at it, but yeah. like I, I wouldn't have gotten through that fight if I hadn't learned some of that tech. It's very, like, it's a learning progression throughout the game. It's very cool to learn. I literally, last stream, Palazzo was there. I, <laughs> Palazzo and a very friendly uh, other streamer who raided us helped me with that downswing and won. I don't, I wanted to ask this because uh, I know the rest of you played with controllers. Mm. Um, yes. And I was with the you know keyboard which wasn't bad um but i did find extreme difficulty with certain you know moves like the downswing and and having and i know like having to climb uh what is it the wall climb or whatever the heck that was weird and i don't think i don't i don't know it might just be me but i wanted to know like how was it for you guys in terms i do think the game was built more in mind with controller first yeah. Okay. Um, I can't even speak on using the keyboard for it, so I can't even imagine right. what you had to go through. I'm so sorry. Yeah. The maneuvering <laughs> was pretty easy on my end. Again, the harder platforming sections made some of those things more difficult, but basic traversal was not an issue for me. Well, okay. you yeah, you actually brought up what was my big question was just how um, how everyone felt about the platforming because I found movement to be very finicky. Um, I did not like it, which I mean, again, is kind of part of the thing because it's a it's a platforming game and it's the kind of platforming where it wants you to be precise and like land exactly on the platform. Like, you know, there is no like edge grab or anything like that. Uh, But I found it really frustrating when I would have to spend two, three minutes trying to go up an area that I've been up before just because I missed, you know, I overshot it by like a little bit or undershot it by a little bit. And then I made it back up and then I overshot it again. And I'm like, bro, it's just this one platform. I'm not even going anywhere special. I'm just trying to get there. Um, yeah. I thought yeah. it was super precise. I didn't find it finicky at all. The well, that, that's what I mean. You have parts. to be really precise. Is, is what no, I, I mean, in the way that the character moves and the controls are set up, that is precise. So I rarely have issues where I'm fumbling with some of the platforming and at least the basic areas. Again, there are harder sections you got to maneuver through that 
you know, are difficult and you have to be precise in those sections. But basic, just get from the one area to another that I had no issues with. Same, really. Like the typical point A, point B was pretty easy for me. Uh, but there are other, like those certain areas where you're just like, you have to do this exactly. Like jump yeah. here, dash over here, get that. It exactly. becomes Super Meat Boy instead of Hollow Knight. <laughs> yeah. you know? But like uh, another cool thing about, at least I thought it was cool, is um, once you get like somewhat decent at traveling around, you realize, at least if you're not hurting for Geo, a lot of the enemies you don't even have to fight. You can just use yeah. them to help you get farther or like away to the point yeah. where you don't they don't force the grind on you if you're not trying to get anything specific they're just kind of there yeah but honestly i would find myself stopping to fight some of the basic enemies i don't even need the geo at this point just because the combat is so visceral in this game more than a lot of games honestly every hit that i landed in this game felt like i was like attacking something but likewise every hit that was done to me felt as though damage was being so. done oh my god yeah, yeah. I, so to, I cried every time i got hit like but it feels so good like i would st- this is sadistic of me but i would stop just to kill someone like the weaker enemies because that combat feels so fresh like oh my god i'm I'm hitting this thing. This sounds awful, but I swear it like this sounds it, really bad. it feels yeah, like, no, it, the game does a good job of making it feel good though, is my point. I'm for just sure. exaggerating. Palazzo enjoys crushing bugs, so <laughs> stomping on insects. <laughs> Palazzo's that that kid from the uh the Game of Thrones story that Tyrion tells with the beetle. <laughs> oh wow. Yes, I stepped uh, on the ant pile as a kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the the game can be frustrating, especially like action wise or even traveling around if you're not super used to like precision controls or like yeah yeah because the game does require stuff. that sometimes of you the platforming yeah, yeah like one of the things on I've definitely seen in forums and stuff people are just like why can't there be an easy mode or something for casuals because this is definitely not meant for your like average gamer. Yeah. Even like, a, like even, even if you take a Metroid game, those are a lot more forgiving than Hollow Knight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know me, my it, take it, on that. <laughs> Jesus. It it seems to me like um cuz e- even when the platforming isn't hard when it's a relatively easy section, the thing about the game that, you know, can maybe get frustrating for someone who is having difficulty is that even if it's a simple move, you can make a simple mistake that then like sends you falling down for like 20 stories you know and then you have to work your way all the way back up it's because it's so tight and precise um it's those little slip-ups that'll get you more so than like i can't figure out how to land on that platform it's no it's just i just didn't land on it this time and now i'm all the way down here you know Um, my thing with what tj said about difficulty i get it and i might sound like a jerk or an asshole for saying like no if the developers intended it to be hard then scrubs got to get good you know but i think a lot of those issues could be alleviated in marketing like with a dark souls game you know what you're signing up for people say it's hard the atmosphere is very dark 
M-rated. It's a difficult game. Like, you know what you're signing up for there. But a game like Hollow Knight that's made to be very cutesy looking, or even Cuphead, which is super difficult. Like, that game looks like it's meant for children, so that might be a big turnoff where it's not marketed like, no, 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 this is a tough game. Don't sign up for this if you're not, you know, prepared for the challenge. I don't think there should be an easy mode, but I do think there needs to be a way to, like, tell the community like hey this is not for the faint of heart don't buy this game for like your eight-year-old you know and i'd agree with that which is kind of funny because the game again it looks the way it does which looks kind of cartoony and it came out on switch exactly legitimate people like oh let me go buy this for my kid and then their kids crying in the corner because they can't advertised yeah yeah i i agree with you on both fronts actually because i um cuphead i feel like is you know it's hard at least it seems to me this one like in the marketing you know until i started researching it when i was interested in buying it however long ago i did not know it was a hard game um so like i i feel like the marketing doesn't make that apparent and then i also agree that yeah you sound like an asshole uh when you're against an easy mode but i feel like it wouldn't be as fun if it was (laughs) like if it was i don't think it would be as fun to be honest with you because of like i agree first out i agree with that I, I agree with you. I'm just of the opinion that if you don't need to play it, so who cares? <laughs> I, yeah, no, I agree with I agree with both Palazzo and I agree also with John. I understand where you're both coming from, especially just as someone. I am the casual, and so again, like if you're gonna go into a game, take it like you should research it. I personally just have more fun, yeah. especially with these guys. I never know what the hell I'm getting myself into. Um, but I just take their word for it, and I, I do what's on the list. And so, uh, <laughs> but, you know, but with Hollow Knight, yeah, it looks very, it looks like it'd be a game I'd get for my little brother. And I honestly considered it for a second towards the beginning, because, you know, like for Christmas and stuff. And but now <laughs> that I've anymore. tried it myself. <laughs> and that's the thing, because, like, I do consider myself to be a casual. But, and this game is definitely difficult, but it does make those moments where you get past a really, um, a particularly difficult boss or area or whatever, and it makes it so much more rewarding, which I talked about before. But yeah, so I I think if you're willing to work for it and essentially, yeah, get good, I mean, anyone can play it. Well, yeah, you you could say that about anything, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I'm just, that's Um, exactly what I'm saying. So (laughs) yeah. By all um, means, don't really buy this for your kid, but like, yeah, yeah. don't, don't, don't. It's better you don't. Would want not that. recommend. But like, if you're even like moderately okay at games, then like you can like Maybe. you can get used to it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's certainly not impossible. It's just, at least in my opinion, it's just work. There's a learning curve. Yeah. It is yes, yeah, it's, it's work. Yeah, but it's but not it's, it's not terribly hard. difficult once you uh, once you kind of yeah. understand the parameters of the game. I feel like um, once I guess you get me, good at Hollow Knight, you'll be good at fighting games. Yeah, probably. It is very fighting game esque in terms of its combat. Like, there's moments yeah. where it kind of feels like Smash Bros. Almost, dude, hundred um, percent. Yeah, but it's great. I love the combat. Yeah. I guess the last two things for me, gameplay wise, and if anyone has anything else, please uh, uh, pitch in. But. Um, I think the only things I want to talk about is just how you felt about like the boss fights and the big moments and uh, how you felt about the upgrade paths, like, you know, your moveset and that sort of thing. And I think that kind of wraps up um, gameplay for me, at least. Um, Uh. Boss fights? I mean, 
it's like I said before, I struggled and I was pissed and I would definitely, I needed a second away from the computer. But when mm -hmm. I came back and I, I worked for it and I, I calmed myself down, I was like, just, just be patient. You, you know, I know, you know what you have to do to win the fights, yeah. but once you lose over and over again, you're just, you yeah. know, smashing buttons at that point. Uh, it's definitely doable. And again, it's just hella rewarding once you get past it. Yeah, the boss fights were the highlight of the game for me because, I mean, within reason, I can throw myself at an enemy over and over and over again and, like, feel okay about it uh, as long as I know what I'm doing, you know? Like, I know where I'm going. I know how to get to him. I know what I need to do to beat him. Like, that to me is still enjoyable. That's an enjoyable thing to work with more so than kind of my complaints with the exploration. Um, and I think the you know, the design of the boss fights, even just seeing, you know, their, their moveset, what they look like, you know, the opportunities you get to strike, I enjoyed that. Yeah, and even so, like, with the enemies, wherever you find this boss, the enemies uh, local to that area tend to set you up yeah. in a way that prepare you to fight that boss. So I also, I think that's cool, too. Certainly, yeah. I thought the first couple boss fights actually were a little underwhelming for me, again, because I'm a big Dark Souls fan, if you couldn't already tell, like, that, those are the highlights of those games as well, uh, big bombastic fights with huge monsters, and those are always cool moments, so in this game, when you fight a big hunk of metal as the first boss, it's like, alright, that could have been better, I'm just kind of spamming the circle button to get out of this, but believe me, like, stick with it, because they get so much better, I just fought a boss today where everything just started clicking, like, the, um, the maneuverability with your character, the combat, dodging their moves, everything came together into one moment, and that was, like, the coolest part of the game so far it was a cool fight i really loved it um and since that moment all the boss fights have been to that caliber if not better um but the first couple were a little underwhelming for me personally after that it's been fantastic i think they're still just trying to get used to the game for the first couple of bosses yeah. so they're like hey yeah. this is a boss these are their attack patterns kind of thing and as you progress they're like all right well here's some skills you, you probably have some abilities that you can use now that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think you're right, for sure. Definitely. And yeah, I, I guess the last thing for me is just how do you guys like those upgrade paths and, you know, the new moves and abilities you unlock and that sort of thing? Fantastic. I felt like I was growing stronger <laughs> by the minute. It was great. Um, I like it because it gives you something to actually look forward to other than just the boss fights. And like, yeah. uh, as you're grinding and like going through, it actually gives you a reason to explore more and like actually continue playing other than you know torturing yourself and it keeps yeah. you guessing like ooh, i wonder what ability is gonna get me across this chasm you know and it's also cool because yeah. like you if you come across a boss that you can't necessarily beat it gives you an opportunity to go find something that maybe will help you do something yeah. even better or like tackle sure. it a different way yeah and uh i at least for me um i i thought the abilities were really nice reveals because they kind of came at like especially like that first big one you get it's so unexpected kind of um and then it's it's an interesting new thing to play with and it's a cool reward you know for the boss fights and then to unlock further stuff as well i think they're pretty smart about the the progression system there to keep the game uh interesting and fresh yeah in, in, on that front yeah uh <laughs> anything else guys not, not for me Tackle all right so, so i guess we're ready to go into a vote yeah Oh, wait, music. What do you guys think about the music? 
I love the music. My God, that might be my yeah. favorite part of the game. I think it's good. The violin. I mean, John oh. turned turned yeah. the volume down and put on podcast. So. <laughs> right. But that Just, opening menu theme is phenomenal. Oh, so, it gives me sweet. chills. I like it. It's very love atmospheric. it. Yeah. Did a good job. The music's so good. It it definitely sets the atmosphere well. Um, I just found that some of the songs, like, uh, to hear over and over, like, while not much was happening, you know, like, especially while I was lost, I was like, I need other stimulation to, like, motivate me to continue <laughs> looking. Because um, sure. it because it is kind of, like, very chill, and I'm like, I feel like I'm staring at a screen of nothing sometimes. Um, okay. During those during those lulls, but again, just I guess the way it shook out for me, I had big lulls in between moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Unless you guys have anything else, let's no. do it. Let's do let's it. Party. Right. All right. In the case of Hollow Knight, how do we vote? Uh, so I suppose I will begin. Um, I think this game is a is an excellent uh, showcase of what a metroidvania can be and i mean i'm not alone in that assumption uh just look at how beloved it is but as far as my vote um if you are like me I, it's kind of the advice i'm trying to to give here like if you were like me saying hey i really want to try this game but i don't know if it's worth it you know worth do- paying the money to get it or not just because it might not necessarily be my cup of tea um i think that the highlights of this game are are really fun i enjoyed you know Taking down bosses and, and those moments in between, picking up a new a new move set, figuring out how to use those, like those moments were really good. Um, but the stuff in between, and there was a lot of stuff in between. It was a lot of work, and I had like zero fun doing it. And that was most of my time in the game to the point where it like negated the fun I did have. To me, the the fun was like specific memories of moments. So overall, yeah, I was really bored with the game. So unfortunately, it's a you should not buy it though from me. Ouch. Are we saving Amanda for last? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what adds the drama. I, it's true because Amanda did tell us she was undecided coming in. So I'm right. curious to see where I, yeah. she goes. All right, I'll wait. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a buy. Um, just because of the way that the game's built and the way that it looks and how fun it is to play, I think it's definitely worth checking out. All right, now it's free on everything, so you can download it and what well, everything except Switch. Um, so you and can PC. Just, it's not free on PC. Uh, wasn't it free on PC on Game Pass for PC? I don't know. Uh, if you have Game Pass, yeah. Never mind then. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. It's just free on everything. If you have Game Pass um, or PSN, you can get it for free right now, at least until next week. So um, might as well get Game Pass if you're a PC gamer. Why not? Yeah. If you don't have, if you're a PC player, and you don't have Game Pass. What are you doing? But um, yeah, I would pick it up and like check it out. Other than that, the game is fifteen dollars, um, and it's definitely well worth that fifteen dollars. If you don't like it, you can always pass it to someone who will like it. But everyone should at least experience the game itself and check it out because it is fun. Yeah, this game uh further solidified my thought that 2017 is probably the best year in video games ever um this was another banger i loved everything about it the combat exploration um music art design it's fantastic i think this is absolutely a buy again like tj said it's free on a couple platforms and then um on some of the other ones it's fairly cheap and it's certainly worth at least 15 dollars um so yeah definitely buy it i love it um so um 
<laughs> I do. I, I mean, I do think it's a good game. It, I think it's true to this whole Metro Metroidvania. Still, whatever that means to you, it's okay. Um, uh, I did. I did enjoy my time playing it, even though I also stressed out about it just as much. Um, I think it's interesting because the game does guarantee. Uh, 30 to 40 hours of gameplay because you do have to put in a lot of time to fully beat it considering you know you actually enjoy it enough to do that um but also I don't even think you get you get the real heart of the game or enjoyment out of it unless you put in several hours beforehand anyway so um what I'm trying to say is your return window uh, after <laughs> two hours isn't uh, really... It, it, if you're not... Yeah, I don't... Be aware, I don't think you'd be able to return it, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, but I don't, think I, I, I don't think I would return it, honestly. I, I do think you should buy the game. Um, hey. I, I, I did really enjoy my time, and I don't know, maybe it's just me changing as a gamer i don't know but i and it's becoming less casual yeah look at that are you even casual at this point i mean like it's been almost a year (laughs) um you playing hollow knight makes you not casual anymore like come on (laughs) thanks guys wow we're gonna make Um, her play demon souls next okay let's (laughs) let's not let's get through but no really i i do think look we've talked about it throughout the entire episode if you feel like this kind of game is just not for you and you're not going to have a good time, then definitely don't get it. If you enjoy yeah. a little bit of a struggle or you like a little more challenging things, as uh, you know was mentioned several times throughout the review, what is it, Dark Souls? Then maybe you'll really like this game. But just know, like, for 15 bucks, 30 to 40 hours of gameplay in with a really cute aesthetic with really awesome combat and music and just an overall sweet little game you can't go wrong especially and game pass if you got it for free you got it for free like what the hell like why would you not you know what i mean you spent 70 dollars to get miles morales for the ps5 and you got 10 hours of gameplay (laughs) you can spend 15 and get 40 they're both good games yeah so in the case of hollow knight you should buy it though Hey. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Step on. Oh, also, bugs. don't get it if you don't like bugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like bugs, and you can. They're 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 cute. Kind of made me yeah. like bugs, honestly. I I think that's the uh, takeaway. <laughs> yeah, but but like Amanda, <laughs> well, maybe like you if you said, hate bugs because um, you kill them, so I don't know. Yeah. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Amanda, like you said, I don't know. For me, it rings true that like that review that I read where like if it's not your kind of game i don't think it'll turn you but if it is i think it'll it'll really get you uh, i had been yeah. dying to play it and so that's why i'm sad that i had like no fun because it's so cute like i really love the aesthetic and i really wanted to enjoy it and i just this yeah, game did for did. me what but i'm Hades glad you liked did it for um for roguelikes where i want to go play oh. other games in that genre now dude i love it dude i could still talk about hades forever have you ever played you the Mega Man the uh, Zero series? Because it's kind of similar. No, I haven't. I want to, though. I, I want to play those, and I want to play Ori. <laughs> Ooh, Ori's really good. <laughs> we got, anyway. we got, why don't we add these games to the list? What are anyway. we doing? 
<laughs> well, okay. uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please, uh, we do another podcast called Dungeons and Drimbus. We just started our second series, Hunt for the Florida Man. And boy, let me tell you, it is wild and insane. Uh, we are professional Ooh. actors playing unprofessional D&D characters professionally. Uh, lots of lots of crazy stuff there. And guess what? Everyone who's on this episode will eventually pop up in Florida Man at some point in time. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, also, if you're interested in supporting the show because buying games is expensive, uh, please check out the links in the show notes. We have stuff like uh, like our Patreon where you can get access to stuff like our 24-hour impressions as well as our Discord and lots of cool stuff like that. Uh, great way to support the show. We also have a Ko-fi and uh, social media. You can hit us up on all that stuff. Um, we want to give a special thank you to our patrons, Ann Baird and Jerry Benetados. Um, and a thank you to all of you guys for hanging out, playing games with us, and reviewing it all the time. You guys rock. So, <laughs> um, that's been it for this week. I guess we'll talk at you real soon. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.